0: Hello and welcome to the Vookcast. This is episode number 125. Uh, For those new here, the Vookcast is a podcast from Vooks.net. That's Vooks, it's spelled like books, but with a V. Uh, And we talk about this most recent Nintendo news, talk about games we've been playing recently, and just talk a lot of garbage about Nintendo, basically. Um, I'm Stephen and with me is Daniel, who's mostly here all the time. Say hello, Daniel.
1: Hello, Daniel. I mean, what's
0: hello. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, that's who we are. There's no one else here today. Um, and so for that, we'll, let's go straight into, into the news that's been happening. And the first thing that we've got is something that was announced last night as we go to record. Um, Minecraft is coming to the Wii U finally. It's uh, coming out on the 17th of December and has a whole bunch of DLC packs that were free I sh- that are free and I assume cost money on other platforms and there's a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Interesting. Also
1: those DLC packs like the Doctor Who one and all that, they're free on Wii U.
0: Um, there are some that are free, they're all Battle and Beast packs, natural yeah. textures, city textures, nothing licensed basically but weirdly there's a Skyrim pack that you can buy for the Wii U version of Minecraft if, if you really want to play Skyrim on game- on the Wii U you can Just make your own Tamriel you okay.
1: sure. <laughs> it's, um,
0: I guess if it was on all the other platforms, they figured that someone might buy it, but that's such a weird thing.
1: I'll just be more worried when the Nathan Drake Skyrim uh, uh, Minecraft skin pack comes on it.
0: Oh, man, that would be incredible. <laughs> but, <laughs> Listen, um, there's a Mass Effect we're, we're,
1: we're, one. We're in an era where Cloud Strife is in Smash Brothers, so, <gasps> you know, all bets are off the table. Yeah, pretty um,
0: much. <laughs> um... Yeah, we've sort of... It's apparently going to be $29 US, and so I think we've oh. estimated that that's about 35 Australian dollars here, which I think is pretty close to what it is on all the other platforms. I can't remember how much I paid for it on PS4, but...
1: I mean, I so, got it on Vita. I don't think I paid that much for it.
0: I think that there's been digital sales and stuff, but I'm sure it was like $40 um physically on the other platforms. At least it used to be, so I don't think it's too crazy. But... I mean, it's going to put all the other clones out of business. (laughs) Like,
1: I got Battle Miner on my 3DS. I can craft (laughs) Uzis and and stuff out of that. It's amazing. I guess the 3DS
0: Um, is the last bastion for Minecraft clones where you can't just actually play Minecraft.
1: Well, there's actually a few on there. There's um, Mm. Battle Miner. There's, oh, hang on. Where is it? Cube. Um, Yeah, I don't care about the notification. Bugger off. (laughs) Um... (laughs) There's Cube Creator 3D. There's another one that I think just came out that's a bit more RPGs. got like a story in it or something. Um, and God knows what's on the Wii U. There's a few there as well.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I'm probably not going to buy it on the Wii U because I already have it on PC and PS4, but it seems like it would be a reasonable place to play it. I just imagine it'd be great to have the whole inventory on the gamepad and you wouldn't have to bother oh, going yeah. through menus and stuff. It would be probably the better way to do it if you know, if you have a Wii U and some... don't already have it.
1: I can think of a certain country where this will go off like gangbusters.
0: I'm trying to think which country that is. Japan. Oh.
1: Do I mean, people have Minecraft, Wii U's in
0: Japan, or do they all yeah, have PS4s? Yeah, I think. No, the, the PS4
1: hasn't even reached Wii U levels yet in Japan. Yikes. So, I mean, you know, like, the Wii U is doing. I mean, as well as a console can do in Japan, which yeah. isn't the strongest console market at the moment, Wii U's doing quite all right for itself. Like, Splatoon. Okay is doing phenomenal over there um so oh that would be awesome by the way a splatoon Which... like uh, minecraft pack oh yeah that could see i mean be cool. and, and that, that that opens up the possibilities i mean well like some you know imagine a legend of zelda mm. minecraft pack or something um
0: because yeah, as i mean as we were saying they've pretty much got you know a whole bunch of other licenses from other games other tv shows and it would make sense for them to just be like, hey, can we make a Zelda one or yeah. know, Mario one or whatever else you want? Oh, it could be the new Metroid game, make it yourself in <laughs> Minecraft.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, this would be a good place to put in a like a baby joke, but I just can't think of one at the moment. <laughs> just too, it's been too long. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, me being the handled guy I am, I'm like, oh, I still want a, hand- a 3DS version of it. But... I mean, I've always been more of a Terraria person than Minecraft, and that's coming very soon anyway. What um, a great thing you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to segue, I'm just just sort of saying it. it. It's, you know, part of me is like, it's about three years too late, like, if this mm-hmm. had been a launch title or something... um. I'm surprised we got it now that um, Mojang is owned by Microsoft, but it's good that we're finally getting it.
0: Yeah, I guess it's sort of—it's pretty clear that we, with Microsoft owning it, I guess they still see it must be worthwhile being on every platform under the sun rather than Microsoft kind of hoarding it to themselves. Yeah, they probably I would mean- be throwing money away if they did.
1: Yeah, so if like they didn't see the value of it just on iPhone or like, because mm. I think they bought it right before it came out on Vita, and there was a bit of de- people saying, "Is it still coming out on Vita?" And then like, "Well, no, we've put so much work in it, it is."
0: Yeah, um, and I guess this one must have been sort of in development after that, like well after the um, the Microsoft buyout. So well,
1: it's been rumored for a while, hasn't it? I mean, and there was that leak from the um, was it OFLC or Peggy?
0: I can't remember. I think it
1: was Peggy. <laughs> because um, a lot of people are saying that this is going to be announced at the last Nintendo Direct and then when it wasn't I think people sort of died about stop talking about it
0: ah, okay well, I mean it would have made sense to be brought up there I guess they I must think have ran out of time or didn't think, have any confirmation by then
1: I think because it leaked hmm. maybe they held it off because I mean if no one knew about it and that was just announced it would have been a huge announcement but then by not talking about it people stopped mentioning it and then it's hmm. like oh hey it's surprise oh You've you got us there, you wily devils, you.
0: <laughs> well, <crafty. laughs> going back to your craftily done but early segue, um, there are some other games coming out on the eShop on December 10, which is going to be an incredibly busy day for the... Yes. I think it's all... Is it all on the 3DS? No. No. Um, One of them is Wii U. Well, yes, we should qualify what we're talking about, um, so we've got oh, of course, yeah, fast racing neo coming out on the Wii U on December ten I'm pretty Not sure zero is it still December ten for
1: Australia? Oh, I would be but um, do our uh, games come out i mean i have i everything's set to different regions for me, so I don't know um, it'd be the same day as our usual updates,
0: yeah, so whatever December ten is on that Wednesday, I guess, um. Uh, and yeah, also Terraria and SteamWorld Heist are coming to the oh. 3DS on the same day as well, and Terraria I didn't see coming.
1: Well, did Did you know that it had been announced?
0: Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Clearly I hadn't an... been paying attention.
1: <laughs> I've been following it for I mean, I, I really liked Terraria when it was on, when I played it on PC and I sort of stopped playing, um... And I found out about the 3DS version a few months ago. It is actually coming to retail, um, okay. but that's not until early next year. So I'm sort of at a bit of a, I mean, I kind of really want to wait until the retail version comes out before I get it, because that's where all my buys have been going recently, just uh, to retail. Because I have, enough. you know, I've got my two, my my Capture 3DS and my main one, so I can have, I can
0: swap between them, yeah.
1: That said, a game like Terraria is, like, that's just perfect for... I might just play a few minutes and build up, like, a house or something on the train.
0: Yeah, no, it Um, definitely seems like... I've only played it a bit on PC, but it seems, apart from it, it'd probably have a fairly limited field of view on the 3DS, but apart from that, it would um, be perfect.
1: So, the way they do it is, I mean, the bottom screen seems to either... I mean, you you should watch the trailer for it, because it looks quite clever the way they've done it, because they can... Like, the bottom screen sometimes is just shown as your inventory, other times it's actually for manually mining with the stylus, um, and then, like, the top screen's really zoomed out and you can see more of what's around you, then other times the bottom screen's a map, so it seems you can just change the screens around to be whatever you need for whatever you're doing.
0: Okay, that's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I imagine, like, like if you're fighting a big boss or a monster, you'd want to be more action-focused, so you'd have all your your inventory on the bottom screen and then just fighting on the top screen and then Mm. quickly touching something. Whereas if you're crafting or building, you just want all of that to be done on the bottom screen with the stylus.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, I mean, this could be the best version of it, not on a PC. Well, even better than on the PC because the PC, you know, I I don't like using WASD for movement, but Ah. if you've got the D-pad there and face buttons for moving, and then you can quickly switch to a stylus for crafting... With pinpoint accuracy, that's great.
0: Yeah, that no, seems like a really good fit. Um, mm. And yeah, also SteamWorld Heist. Um, yeah, oh, who cares about that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's lots of trailers. Oh. It looks very, very exciting. What oh. um, yeah.
1: What'd they say? Like four times as big as SteamWorld Dig or something? I
0: think... I can't remember, but that sounds about right. And I mean, SteamWorld Dig was fairly massive for what it was, so... And there's a hundred hats to collect. I think...
1: Really? <laughs> yes!
0: Well, clearly I'd better buy this. <laughs> Hats! That's great. Um, but yeah. So that's, it's the
1: same Malibu yeah. Stacy, but with a new hat!
0: I sure hope I have enough time for any of these on December 10th. Uh, um,
1: did you play the first fast racing game?
0: Only a little bit. It Sure, I think we talk, talked about it a little bit last episode, but yeah. I enjoyed it, but I just went back to F-Zero.
1: The, it's it's got. I mean, look, I I really do like sh- uh, Shinnan. I, I think they do really good, pretty looking games. But this sort of looks a bit the same as the problem is um oh, whatever that it jet,
0: was Jet Rocket.
1: Jet Rocket. It's like yeah, it's all style, but it doesn't have any um character to it. Mm. And I'm a bit worried this is going to suffer the similar fate. But it looks amazing. They've got like eight player online. Um, and all that, so yeah, there's a lot going online, for it.
0: Four-player local, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my breath that it's gonna be the F Zero we've all been waiting for, but it might be nice, and I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah, I'm really.
1: Part of me wishes Nintendo would just buy Shinon, because I think if you know their technical expertise and then Nintendo's sort of guiding hand to
0: actually make them interesting worlds. And yeah, I
1: think there's a good combination in there.
0: Hmm, fair enough.
1: Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, but they all look really, you know, I think all three of those, it's like an expensive day this Friday. Mm, yes. Thursday, whenever.
0: <laughs> well, you know what else was a good combination? What? Super Smash Bros. Brawl and the Project M mod. I've never touched it. Really? No. Oh man, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I played Project M probably for a good solid year before the Wii U version of Smash came out like I not that I disliked Brawl but I just felt like maybe I'll try shaking it up and see if this is able to keep my excitement, you know, high for the new smash coming out and man it was so good. I played that almost every day for a good like 6 months or so. Um but yeah, Project M is done. They've stopped developing it. Uh it's Herf. at version 3.6 at the moment and they've their official announcement says that it is complete at this point. Apparently there were certain developers were working on new features, new characters that just aren't going to happen anymore because it stopped, and there's lots of conspiracy theories as to why it is. But yeah, we'd, there's nothing really um, I think, certain. I mean, that was
1: to fix up a lot of problems people had with Brawl. But yeah, then, yeah. I mean, since how well-received Smash Wii U has... I mean, I don't really follow the fighting scene for it, but it's been pretty much... It's, it's sort of slowly replacing... Um, melee, isn't it?
0: Well, I think Melee still has a fairly prominent spot, but it's um the Wii U version, I think because Nintendo actively supporting tournaments with the Wii U version, and you can't really hold a tournament with Nintendo supporting it and also have Project M running at the same place, so I feel yeah. like that's kind of pushed it out of some of the competitive scene anyway. And I mean, for me personally, I have hardly touched it since the Wii U version came out because the Wii U version is... It's high def. I don't have to run it on a PC if I want it to be high def, and yeah. it's it's just it's good enough that I don't feel like I'm missing anything from Project M. But yeah, I mean it's it's kind of sad that you know Project M had its time, so it's it's not too bad. But it's still a what, little bit um bit of what are
1: the conspiracy theories about it?
0: Um, just... oh, people suspect suspicious that Nintendo of kind of pushed their weight around and telling them to cease and desist or like. Threatening legal action and like actual fines and suing and stuff, but I don't think anything substantial is there. Like, yeah, I don't think there's any actual officialness to it. It's just has he any- said, she said, sort of stuff at the moment. Was
1: well, has anyone brought up the possibility that maybe the main guys who are working on it are actually because I mean, I imagine they're pretty good at the, the game physics, like making game physics and mechanics now and, and mm. fighters. Has it been said that maybe? They've been approached by a studio to
0: actually make a proper fighting game in that style. Well, they also they said they didn't say that they'd been approached by anyone, but they did say that they wanted to work on a new project as I think as a team. I'm not sure if it's going to be the entire team or just some, but yeah, Project they did, O. <laughs> yeah, they did mention something that they're going to be working <laughs> on instead. So maybe.
1: Like you know, hypothetically, Sony wants to have another stab at that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, they approach them to go, look, you guys have done a good job with Brawl. Do you think you could do it for us? Like, actually, make a decent fighting game,
0: mm.
1: or maybe you know Microsoft's Magic One. Well, they didn't. Microsoft get like a sort of Brawl sort of melee game from um. Oh, I don't know if you've seen it. There's this mm-hmm. game online, um, Smash Brothers Game Boy or something. These oh, guys yeah, like... that they yeah. make. Yeah, and those guys are actually making a Smash style game for Microsoft using like original characters. Oh wow, I, they invented. I can not remember
0: that. I don't remember um, hearing about that.
1: What's it called? Like Smash Brothers Game Boy? Um,
0: yeah, that was like Game Smash Bros D Make, I think it was called.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's um, pretty
0: exciting if they're actually doing a project for, for Microsoft.
1: Yeah, I need to show it to you later. I, I did see some footage of it. looked alright.
0: Okay. Cool. Um well yeah, um Project M's done. I'm kind of sad, but at the same time Smash Wii U exists so I'm not too mm. bothered. But and I
1: have Smash 3DS and that'll do me just fine.
0: I wish them all the best. I mean, yeah, I was really I'm really happy that Project M existed. It fixed a few of the things that bothered me about Brawl and it just sort of made it it gave it more more longevity for me. It meant that I, you know, I could you know, get better at the game and the game would still have more of a skill ceiling, I guess, than it did before. You yeah. don't randomly trip and there was a lot more combo setups that were possible and stuff and Yeah, it's it was cool. Project M was nice. Um speaking of nice, um the Nintendo account is in <laughs> Japan now. <laughs> I'm good at Smooth. this. I should I should host full time. Um but yeah, the more or Nintendo- less have been. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But yeah, um Nintendo account, it's in Japan. It's not going to be in outside of Japan until March 2016 is the latest word, but it's it's out and you can use a whole bunch of like social media accounts to log in, like you, you can use your old Nintendo ID or log in with Facebook, with Twitter and all the all the usual suspects. So it's it's kind of interesting that they're embracing all these different login mechanisms and social connections. So what does it do? That's a good question. Um, okay.
1: I have not been following it at all. I've sort of been busy um, playing
0: Fallout. Uh, well, you can purchase games from the, from the website and have them download to your console, similar to PSN, which is kind of nice. So, okay. And I guess, uh, from what I understand, with it being on a website and being able to go to all of your consoles, I'm pretty sure it means that it is the unified account system that we've all wanted, but I haven't really looked into it. But it's not time.
1: like what we hope. It's like, oh, I've bought a... NES game on my Wii U oh look it's on my 3DS as well
0: no no nothing like that that I've heard or have seen anything like I'm pretty sure it's yeah still separate purchases but you know oh, one, well, one, one step day. at a time I know <laughs> um yeah I can't think of much else to say about Nintendo I'm, account
1: yeah I mean I'm sure once we know more about what 2016 is properly going to bring we'll
0: Apparently this is a preliminary it. Nintendo account launch and it's yeah. like the off device purchase is the main the main thing that they wanted to bring with this, so maybe cross is coming later. Who knows? We it can,
1: would be lovely.
0: We can remain optimistic, can't we? F-
1: that's that's my middle name pretty much.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? Well no it's I thought Gary, your middle name um, was US three D S. That's Gary. Oh. Um learn something about me every
1: day. Uh <laughs> But yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like to see the good in stuff, as we've hmm. we've talked about games before that might be a little bit less than
0: average. It's um, more fun to enjoy things than not.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Well. I, I have, yeah. No, once we know more, I really haven't been following the news lately. I've just, it's it's all been Fallout.
0: I've sort of not been used to following the news since there was such a long period where nothing happened and it's kind of I know, weird right? to get back into the rhythm of checking the news every now and then. It's like we need a direct just to tell us what's going on. Maybe, if only there was some website that collated all the Nintendo news that was relevant to Australian audiences.
1: I know. I'd read I that. <laughs> Type a <of> magazine. no. <laughs> R.I.P. What? Has that well, actually been shut down?
0: Well, okay. Uh, it's, it's resting, but it, I think it's quarterly now but oh, it's still oh wow yeah it, it's around but yeah it's it's not quite what it was The Last of the Titans mhm speaking of Titans
1: and Titanfall which is a shooter which didn't win <laughs> at this year's 2015 Video Game Awards for Best Shooter because that award went
0: to it went to Splatoon okay you're welcome Oh, man, that was great. Um, but yeah, no, I actually caught some of the stream of the Game Awards. I sort of woke up and watched it half drowsy and with a semi-broken stream. But yeah, they sort of announced they were doing the best multiplayer games and best shooter games. And all these nominees came up like Rocket League, Call of Duty Black Ops, Destiny, Star Wars Battlefront. All the, Shoot everything all the with
1: violent people shooty, and headshots. Shoot, shoot the man oh. and the
0: man is dead because you shot him with the gun. And then but none of like, those
1: games were fresh enough.
0: <laughs> no, they didn't stay fresh at all. No. Well, oh, that's probably very, uh, very relevant with Star Wars Battlefront. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Splatoon beat them all, and it's very <laughs> exciting.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, look, having never played any of those other games, I was, you know, I don't play a lot of shooters, I think, like other than, like, Borderlands or Left 4 Dead. A shooter needs to be sort of something really special for me to get into, something more than just a Call of Duty running around and shooting. Yeah. And Splatoon is, you know, just to go back to it, it's just so fresh and new and unique and fun and you know, it's like a game that like travelling around is is just fun.
0: Yeah, the traversal is just as much fun, if not more fun than the actual shooting. You know, oh
1: okay, this is probably no one else listening to this but me's played this online. Um I really got into Transformers Fall of Cybertron. Online, I, I remember just you c-
0: talking about that on a podcast at one point, but I've literally never played that game.
1: Because, again, it's a lot like, it's Because, you know, you're Transformers, so at one point you're running around shooting, and then I'm going to transform into a truck and go over there as fast as I can. And you're a robot
0: now. You're a truck now. Now.
1: <laughs> doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Close enough. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's just... just it's a game where are simply moving around, and, and every... It's just. I think people who haven't played it just see it as a f- little kiddie, silly Nintendo game. But when you play it, you just realize how nuanced is it is because it's all mm. about controlling the map and, you know, you, you think it's, oh, about it's about
0: everything but shooting the other people. Yeah. It's but there there is a lot of, like, you know, actual shooting competitive the other stuff that you need to do. <laughs> like, it's not lol random who wins because they got the item. It's, you know, as you say, you have to have control of the map and you kind of. Pushing people into a corner, and you know, if you have the your ink on, on the particular part of the map, it makes it harder for them to advance. And you have to have coordinated pushes back and forth, and, man, and you can't so let up because once mm. if you
1: let up, that lets them get forward. So it's just
0: exactly, it's a constant back and forth. It's yeah, sometimes it's a you put it in a steamroll, but it doesn't oh, yeah. happen as much as it does in Paint some roll. other games I've found. It um, probably helps that your teams are pretty much always randomized if, unless you're doing like squad team squads and stuff, but like you rarely ever get a point where the same team just beats you six times in a row.
1: Um, and the, the thing I took out from this is like, you know, for years people have gone, Nintendo, you need to make a shooter, like, you're not competing with it, and mm. what, it, you haven't done anything since GoldenEye, and then, oh, you should, you know, pieces of people playing it, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we're fine making our games, we yeah. you know, we'll make our whatever, and then it got to the point, fine, you want a shooter? Here's a shooter. Oh, look at that, it's the best shooter of all year, yeah. suck it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think what really, what I think helped it, at least, or what keeps it fresh for me, Stay is that fresh. they just keep adding stuff and you don't have to pay for it. Like I know. I, I'm, we've talked about talked it to death before, but it's just so nice to... I can come back after not playing for a couple of months because Metal Gear Solid stole my every <laughs> spare moment, but then I can come back and... There's more weapons. There's new maps. There's new modes, and it's just all over the place. And I didn't Did, pay for any of it. It's wonderful. Do you
1: watch um the Jimquisition at all? I do. Yes. Did you see the late- latest one about um, multiplayer only games?
0: Yeah, I was very tired. I watched it last night when it came out. But but yes, I mean, I have it does
1: it. bring up about how Splatoon is a good example of a multiplayer only game because it you know it keeps you coming back with lots of free content. Hmm. A lot of other multiplayer games, you know, evolve. For example, it's like well, there's lots of content you can pay for and
0: and stuff that's no locked behind. Pre order bo- yeah. walls and like Splatoon does have single player, but it's I almost I've played like one world of it and I it doesn't matter to me, oh, it doesn't you're affect missing
1: out. It's actually, I don't know, it's
0: yeah, I, I did actually have a lot of fun when I finally got around to playing a little bit of it, but like the fact that I went through and probably played 30 hours of this game without even touching the single player, like yeah, it's it's so good and I'm really yeah, happy. And this it is won.
1: it's a Nintendo game, no one ever thought, you know. We've gone from here era when they're, they're like, oh, people don't want to play online, they just want to play on a couch, to, mm. well, we can do both, and we do both amazingly. And it's like, you look at last year's VGAs, they won Best Fighting Game with Brawl, Best Racing Game with Mario Kart, um, and now Best Multiplayer Shooter with Splatoon. It's like, Nintendo sort of has on... If you want a system for, for like, good, fun online games, Nintendo has you covered at the moment.
0: Mm. Um, like, you're not going to get the big, you know, ones that it get massive like marketing and stuff in game stores, but Splatoon is fantastic and Mario Kart is fantastic and Smash is fantastic. And there's there's enough here if you don't feel left out of the Call of Duty Battlefront sort of kind of game.
1: And it's only the first title in the series as well. And I'm like, Mm. I can't wait to see what they do next. I mean, it's not perfect. Like you sort of said with the whole... New maps and all that. I mean, that's great. I would still like if we had maybe more than two maps rotating at a time. I think we can easily have three. I do wonder
0: how they're going to keep going, because we talked about a little bit last time, where how they're saying they've got new content up until January, I think. But, like, I wonder if they're going to do, like, an expansion, or it'll just be Splatoon's done, we'll wait for the next one, or who knows? Hopefully it's good. Um. Yeah.
1: Also, also, um, uh, Mario Maker won Best Family Game, I think.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't see that.
1: Um, it was also nominated for, yeah, it was also I nominated think- for Game of the Year. Mm. Um, didn't win, which I mean, that's sort of, I. As I mean, someone of course, who has the a, Witcher won. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know what? Good choice. I think CD Projekt are an amazing, um, mm. company that they've done a lot of good work for. Like, we've especially I buy a lot of stuff for them through GOG. Um, yeah, and they just they're they, yeah.
0: similar to Splatoon they're really good at um like post-release adding stuff to the game without necessarily charging for it and even like when you buy the game it comes with a soundtrack it comes with a map all this stuff that used to be you know accepted especially in the pc world and kind of went away and got replaced with digital stuff now yeah. it's, you know they're one of the few people giving you the extra value for what you're buying yeah it's really nice good on yeah.
1: them um. Also, that there was a pretty good tribute to um Awata at, at the oh. um at the Game Awards.
0: Yeah, there Re- was.
1: Red- Reggie gave a speech, and I mean, like, I think I mentioned it a lot about the direct. They did um, touch on him passing at the beginning, but this is sort of the first time that they have really gotten up and properly spoken about how much he meant to them. Mm, m- much this was the, the first company. sort
0: of length... like well, I won't say lengthy, but you know, lengthy. I'll say it. Yeah, le- the first sort of. Tribute that they've done that was, you know, it, it took everyone to that made everyone stop and watch for 10 minutes to talk about just how important he was, which was, it was, yeah, very nice to see.
1: Um, I mean, I will I sometimes wish they wouldn't get Reggie up to do this stuff too much because whenever he talks, he he sounds
0: like he wants to kick your ass and no, no, I mean, names. he
1: he. he well Reggie is Reggie is a sales guy he's about yeah. selling you stuff, and even if it come, even if he is giving something sincere, it still comes across as a bit of a sales pitch just in his way
0: of speaking and yeah sort of he's like talking about how him. no
1: one expected the Wii to sell as much, but i wide proved them wrong. whereas in my mind, if they had like a Bill Trinan up there, it would have come off as a bit more heartfelt and sincere
0: yeah, he's sort of more. Well at least he appears more down to earth than Reggie Who is literally the president He's the cool
1: wacky uncle you like talking to Yeah
0: Yeah. Well since we've gone that far off topic We should probably finish up the news at this point Um, So yeah we'll just go on a quick break And come back with a couple of games that we've been playing We've been, you know, unlike last Fortnite, we've been playing some games and have some things to talk about them. Or I should say, Daniel's been playing some games and I've got some questions to ask of him about them. Because <laughs> I've just been playing Bloodborne. I, you can't, you know, pull me away oh, from Bloodborne.
1: And, and Ty, I've been playing Fallout, son. I've put 60 hours into that. So if I can play other games, you can.
0: Yeah, um, I guess. Like,
1: you have been playing Typo Man, have you not? To
0: put you oh, on the spot right now. I guess I have. My full <laughs> thoughts and feelings will be on VOX very soon.
1: Okay. Um, leave all the bloody talking to me. Um, so the main thing I've probably been playing... Um, the main thing that's not like Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. Um, I really need to oh. get on that. Oh, you should. I actually think it's better than Shovel Knight. I, I, oh, wow. That's... Oh, it's just the way he plays. Um, it changes... I mean, I probably... Okay, Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. It's about two months old now, but it's free DLC for everyone who's got Shovel Knight. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's so much fun like because he he's more of a range he is a range character um so it changes the way the game plays um all the stages are exactly the same it's just you using a different character who's got these bombs he throws and these bombs throughout the game you unlock upgrades to them um so you can like mod them so you can lob them or okay. just drop them on the ground or have ones that swirl around you and then you've got like you can have different fuses on them or they'll have different explosions some will um build up to a bigger explosion So there's all this little nuances and customization, and just the way it all comes together is great. Um, It really scratches that Mega Man itch that we're lacking at the moment. Yeah,
0: the way you describe it sounds a little bit like, I can't remember which one, but some of the Mega Man X games where you can play as Zero or some of the other characters, same level, same enemies, but because you're playing with a slightly different moveset, it changes the way that you approach each level, and it kind of is really cool to do that.
1: Um, And the story's really fun as well. I, I... I think that they've really done a good job of making Plague Knight, this really sweet, sympathetic character. He's got his love interest that he's trying to do everything for, and hmm. their little romance is adorable. Um, so, you know, they've taken this little villain and made him such an amazing, endearing character, and I think it's just a testament to just how good Yacht Club games are, and I, I cannot wait to see what they make next.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, Once they're done with Shovel Knight, I wonder what their next uh, project will be. I
1: mean, there's meant to be... I think another two lots of DLCs would play it with different playable characters. Okay, that's pretty I'm pretty neat. sure we hit those stretch goals and it's ru- I think people the end credits there's sort of like a hint that one of them could be Spectre Knight who's the ghost. Oh, okay. Right, dude, which would be interesting. Cool. Um and then yeah, so yeah, if you if you if you got Shovel Knight,
0: then you have Plague of Shadows and yes. you should play it. If you
1: haven't got Shovel Knight, can I swear? I won't. Um <laughs> Bloody buy Shovel Knight, because it is probably, like, I think it's the best game of last year.
0: You can Um, get it on a disc or a cartridge now as well if you're sort of averse to digital purchases, which I know some people Um, are, so it's nice that that's an option now.
1: But, yeah, I mean, even this, Plague of Shadows, is probably in the right, like, would be in my top five games of the year um, category. Um, now for digital downloads that aren't quite as good as that, uh, I'll quickly touch on this. got announced at the last Nintendo direct.
0: You need uh, to do po- segues instead of me. you so much better.
1: <laughs> Pokemon Picross. Um, it's a Picross game with Pokemon sprites. If you like Picross, you will like this. Um, it's got, 10 you out know, of each, 10. yeah, uh, more. Well, no, let's, let's not get too hasty. Um, as someone's drilling into corrugated iron next door. Joy. Uh, <laughs> um, just it's a it's gift
0: not for the listeners.
1: So it's a free to play game. Um, so or probably more, you know, the whole usual free to start thing. Mm. Um, you can, I imagine, you would be able to just play this game without putting any money into it. But it's it would be a very long and drawn out process because. Once you yeah, get to so a certain how point, does it
0: gate you? Like, did, I think you were talking a little bit about it before we were recording. Does it stop you from playing once you've done a certain amount of um, puzzles? Or how does it well, sort of stop you from you, playing?
1: You have a timer that's constantly going down. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think... I'm pretty sure for each move, each like, square you uncover that'll take, like, another bit of energy off your timer. And once that reaches zero, then you're, okay, you can't play until that's reset. And that usually takes about three hours. Ooh, so, I mean, I, I actually was playing a lot of it on the weekend, and I just found just doing that was, you know, fun enough.
0: Um, I guess it would be reasonable if you're, like, playing, if you're on a train on the way to work, then yeah. you could have three hours between then and a lunch break, and you're fine. But yeah, any more than that, and it sounds like it's going to be either tempting to... To pay money to keep playing, or just not be bothered and play a po- a Pikross game that doesn't have Pikachu as the icon.
1: Yeah, um, and then there also is um, each stage. You once you finish the stage and you've got um, once yeah once you finish the stage, you get that Pokemon. And Now each Pokemon you can equip into your active party, and they'll have like special abilities. Like one will have a um, ability that you can use before a game before before a match. Oh. Puzzle? okay. Yeah. Before, um, before a puzzle. Yeah, puzzle. yeah. And you know how in Picross you'll have that thing where you can uncover some squares before the the
0: puzzle starts? I almost have no idea how Picross works, but I'm okay. going to say yes just to okay. keep your
1: conversation um, going. <laughs> so yeah, each of the Pokemon will have a special ability. Like for Eevee, it's you can uncover two rows. Okay. Um, and now once Eevee's used that, he can't use it again for like two hours. Okay. Whereas if you have this in-game currency, you can use it to refresh him and, you, and do it again right away. Um, now, you don't need to do this. This is just sort of a, to help you out. Um, and each sort of Pokemon will have, like, a different one. I mean, they start doubling up. Like A fair few I've found will have the auto-fix ability, where if I get a wrong square, it'll fix it right away. Okay. Um, which is quite handy. Um, now, but again, if you're good at Picross, you don't need these abilities, but... If you like me and get a bit frustrated with it, sometimes they're good to have. <laughs> uh, you can earn your in-game currency by doing like daily challenges and all that. And each okay. stage, once you finish, like they'll have like four objectives. Like one will be like have two water type um, Pokemon equipped, use this ability, and finish the um, puzzle in under five minutes. Um, and then the last one will be finish all challenges. So as if, if you finish them, you'll get some more. I forget what the in-game currency is called. Um, Pokemon and, dollars. Yeah. Poker Bucks, um... And then you do... Once you finish all the puzzles in an area, to proceed to the next area, you need to use your in-game currency. And ah. that's where I'm up to now. I'm up to a point where it's like, I think I need like 180 of these, but I have like 60, and I'm like... Ooh. I can either grind a lot on the daily challenges, or I can spend the money. Um... Or you now can Nintendo- just not keep playing. Yeah, there is that. I mean, I, I, I like Picross. I like Picross 3D better, but that's neither here nor there. Um... Now the good thing that Nintendo does with their free to play games like this and the other Pokemon ones is they do have a limit on how much you can spend and I think once you've got like 5000 of whatever once you've bought 5000 of the in-game currency it'll say well that's it you've got unlimited money now you don't need to spend any more and I think but I think that'll cost you like $40 though to get Ooh, up to that amount yikes. um but I mean there's like 400 puzzles in here which is probably what Pick like the retail pickross games had. Okay, well, I mean. So it's like, you can look at it, it's like, yeah, they are money grabbing, but if you do spend the $40, $40, whatever dollars required, you're basically getting a full Picross game. I guess that yeah, that's a, a reasonable
0: about. way to go about it, because a lot of people, the big problem with free to play stuff is that there's no limit to the amount that you'll be able to spend on it, but it yeah. sounds like here you can get to a certain point and in-game purchases don't have any value anymore, and so you just don't need to do that anymore. So it's kind of like buying it in a very roundabout, sort of, shifty way.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that is a clever way to do it. It's like, you know, there probably are people out there who've spent more on free-to-play games than some of us would on, um, on like, a retail game. Hmm. Whereas, you know, if if they had a cap on it, I don't think many people would have an issue on it. But, of course, people see free-to-play and they just sort of freak out. So,
0: Oh, of course. Like,
1: Kind of feel like Nintendo's going about it the right way.
0: I, I mean, As far I think, as free-to-play games go, it sounds like the least egregious yeah. way of going about it so far, anyway.
1: And I mean, like I've spent money on free-to-play games, like, oh, Tiny yeah, Tower, like, like Tiny Tower. And I mean, the way I usually look at it is, if you give me enough value for money on the free version, I feel compelled to give you money.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, I, um, hell, I bought TF2 back before it was a free-to-play game, and I've still bought stuff in that, just because I yeah. played so many hours of that game that... I feel like, you know, I don't feel bad at all giving them a bit more money because yeah. A, I get a thing that makes the game a little bit more interesting and B, I played that th- game for like 250 hours and I paid, what, maybe $15 for it in a like launch orange box back when yeah. that was a thing. so Yeah, I'm, not I'm even... looking
1: at my orange box at the moment. <laughs> um, but I mean, th- and that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, I probably put about four or five hours into it just on the free stuff.
0: Okay. So, I mean, for nothing 5 yeah. hours of, you know, a game if you're into Picross. Is and 5 probably, hours of Picross.
1: I probably will end up chucking some money towards it cuz I don't mind Picross. It's a good sort of quick puzzle time-waster game. I sort of am looking for something like that at the moment. Um so yay that. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, it, it yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> next game I've been talking about um probably the biggest Wii U, like the last big Wii U game of the year. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't think of any others that are happening. Probably until Star Fox, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, So yeah, I I haven't played a lot of it. I'm probably about two and a half hours into it. It's just because I'm playing other stuff and I feel bad and there's so much to play. The yeah, I can't really I'm playing Fallout you. 4. I don't want to commit to another big, massive mm. RPG. Um, so the, the, I really liked the original Xenoblade. I, I actually finished it this year in the 3DS. I put a ton of time into it, probably like 120 hours all up. Yikes. Um, oh, I just got lost in that world. Um, It was just so much, you know, so much fun to explore everything. And then the story was, I really enjoyed the story. It wasn't your usual, I guess it was sort of a bit cliche-y, but... I enjoyed a lot about it. Especially, like, just, you know, the little details, like how all the characters would talk in combat and interact with each other and all the um, building up relationships with everyone. And, it's just...
0: and how you can really feel it.
1: Yes, yes, I could feel it. Um, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X, I'm not sure if I'm feeling it.
0: Yet. Yeah, I remember um, a couple of months back I listened to a podcast and they were giving some impressions about the Axe Japanese of the Blood version. God. It was Axe of the Blood God, yes. Yeah, but Richard from Japan,
1: really... he hates Xenoblade, so I
0: don't... Okay, care yeah, me. and I just remember him being really, really, really down on it and it kind of made me think that maybe it's a bad game, but I'm hearing um, a lot more positive things now that it's out I here.
1: I mean, look, I've, you know, in the, the the two and a half hours I've played of it, I'm sort of, yeah, I yeah, like it, and then I'm a bit... the. the I mean, as I said, I've really liked the story for Xenoblade, but Mm -hmm. the story in this is basically... They set it up quite well. Earth's been destroyed. You're on the run. You've crashed this planet. That's all awesome. And then you wake up as, oh, you don't remember who you are. Oh, okay. You're a blank slate. I'm like, oh. (laughs) And I mean, I don't... You know, I think that can be done well, but it isn't in this case. It just feels like... I like how I was playing as Shulk in the first one, and you got a feel of... His connection to the world, whereas now just playing a blank slate, it's like okay, so, so it's just, like
0: a created character. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, got, okay.
1: You make your character. Um, you can give him blue hair and make him look as ugly as you want. Um, not saying blue hair is quite ugly. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> but fine, it, but yeah.
0: I know it's something that I remember people talked about when The Witcher came out, like having a character that already existed in the world, and they have they have pre existing relationships and pre existing like relationships with places and people and just they are already a thing in the world and uh, compared to a blank slate where they almost didn't exist until the point where you started playing them, it kind of gives them a bit more... So, character and, than they could possibly have if it was a player-created one.
1: Well, I mean, Blank Slate can work well, like getting back to four Fallout 4. You are a Blank Slate in that, but then they do give you a little bit of a backstory, like you're this parent trying to seek their child. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. You've got me invested in the story. It's not mm. just like, I'm, um, oh, we found you in this pod. Well, let's get you up to date with what's happened. We're on but this planet now. But at the same time,
0: when, well, like when you go into a town, you don't have people going like, oh, you are the person that did the thing that was in the book that existed before this game was made. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so that's sort of a bit annoying to me. And in that, like, because you, like, again, getting back to the combat of the first one, you've got like Shulk and Ryan, and like, they'd be saying stuff like, Good job, Ryan, you've done well, and oh, I'm really feeling it now, and all this stuff. Yeah. Whereas now, you're just sort of like, I didn't really notice much in combat chatter. Again, oh, okay. I've sort of only done a few missions, and maybe I just don't yeah, remember maybe it.
0: Things but, go a bit further, like, um, maybe things develop as you go along. Yeah. So,
1: it's got a bit more to win me over on that. Um,
0: but is, is there much else to say given how much you've played so far?
1: Well, the world like this is another thing I found funny over the original Xeno Blade. Um, have you played Xenoblade?
0: No, not okay. at all.
1: So there's this big point in Xenoblade. It's when you get up to the Biorno I think it's like Guar Plains, or I don't. Know, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, and the one I mean, that's in Smash. Yeah, exactly. Now that's the money shot for the game because before that, you're sort of in this little area. You think, oh, well, this game's pretty big. It's just going to be area to er, linked area. But mm. then as you're walking over up to this area, it does the shot really well because you're walking over the mount and then this, you just this whole huge plane open up in front of you that music starts playing you like ah. holy shit this is amazing it's like um the
0: walking out of the vault moment
1: yeah exactly xenoblade chronicles does that uh, x does that like within the first five or ten minutes and it's like oh,
0: okay
1: I-, I like in the original one it felt like you've earned that and it was a reward for how far you've gotten this is like look how big the world is you can go over there if you want and that's cool but it just it sort of just feels like it's
0: not it shows its shows its hand a bit. Yeah, early.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean that that again that world that I've had that I've it's it's really beautiful. I mean it's yeah hands down the best looking Wii U game. It's just stunning, just how gorgeous it is. Um, and I know once I do sort of really properly get into it, I am going to have a lot of fun with this. Um, but it's not hooking me as much as Xenoblade was early on. Um. I mean, heck, I'm two and a half hours into it. Like, like, I haven't yeah. even got to the, the, the mechs and all that yet. Um, Maybe we can talk about it more next episode. Yeah, um, it's
0: probably worth coming back to, I guess. If I've played more of it. We can exactly. do a VCR on it in two and a half years or some shit. <laughs> yes, that'd be the um, best thing. But yeah, well, look, That's our first impressions, I guess.
1: I mean, it, it... Xenoblade Chronicles is probably one of the best JRPGs ever made. Um... I mean, it's easily the best one in the last 10 years. Um,
0: well, okay. Maybe I should get on that. Persona um, 4 was in the last 10 years, so I'll make you eat your words if I don't like it.
1: You're on. Um, <laughs> I need to play Persona 4, so... But, you know, it's just... It was such a good game. Um, oh, let's see. Then, then Last Story. I really like that as well. Just how condensed. And Crimson Shroud's 5 out of 5. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's not forget that. I
1: don't regret giving that score. I stand by that. Um, Good. We should do a VCR on that. So oh I hell yes. Of <laughs> <laughs> Have else give me shit over it. Um, so yeah, speaking of RPGs on the 3DS, though, the final game that came out is Yokai Watch.
0: And this one, yeah, it's it's sort of interesting how relatively big this is. This is like it's got its own anime that's going to be airing in Australia, well, I think, look- fairly soon, and. It's, level it's a 5 lot more is more than I thought it would be.
1: Level 5 is very good at doing this. Like every like you know LBX that came out recently. Yeah, yep. That has an anime for it? Really? Yep. Um and that had a toy line for it. Um you know
0: Inazuma Eleven? Yes. That, oh, has, I know an that anim- has an anime. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, Level 5 sort Can't of you has. you that on,
0: like, the 3DS video app or something? I don't know. I, I think you could I, at one point.
1: If the voice acting's as bad as the English dub of the game, I don't want to because it's <laughs> just appalling. Um, but. So, so Level 5 is very good at doing these. What's the word for it? Media.
0: Transmedia um, experiences. That's
1: very good at that. Um, <laughs> and Yokai Watch, I think, is sort of the culmination of all of that. It's like, you know, it launched in Japan with the um i think the anime came no the game actually came first and then the anime okay. came after that the anime came yeah, after that but before the second game came out so that's why the second game sort of that's where it really blew up So um, the and one, then
0: the the one that we got is this like the first game or yep. the second game okay first so
1: game. it's the first okay um so i mean there's been a lot of comparisons about it to Pokemon. And for a time, I think it was bigger than Pokemon in Japan. Okay. When I was over there, I didn't notice as much of it. Like, I found a Yokai Watch store um, store at like Tokyo train station, but oh, yeah. I probably saw more Pokemon stuff. But I was out seeking Pokemon, and yeah. that was just after all that whole big Pikachu invasion they had over there. Yeah, oh, they had so many Pikachus.
0: <laughs> that was um, a perfect time for you to be in Japan.
1: Yeah, so I, I missed that, but I, that was sort of... Just before it, but, um... I I mean, I think Pokemon's probably going to be one that holds on for longer, but yeah, there's been a lot of comparisons to Pokemon to it, which I think's unfair, because people picking up the game are going to expect it to be like Pokemon, when it's really not.
0: What is it's, it like, then?
1: It's... I feel it's more like Shimbagame Tensei for kids than Pokemon. Okay. Um... And in that, like, I think one of the big things about Pokemon is, like, yes, I can capture all these Pokemon if I try hard enough. And then I can, mm. you know, conquer the world and go face these gym challenges. And it's just me against the world. Whereas, Yoko yeah. like Watch, it's a lot smaller story. You're, you're like, you know, instead of traveling the world, you're this kid just traveling like his city. Okay. So, you can travel. And, and, like, the city's really well made. It looks like a... Japanese, sort of smaller town city. Um, It's got, like, vending machines in every corner and all that sort of stuff. Um, The story... like yeah, you're just a kid just going about his day-to-day summer holiday and he just happens to find this watch which he can communicate with these ghosts and befriend them and go on adventures and then uncover, like, this mystery where someone's trying to unlock these ancient seals, which will do something bad. Um, I'm about 10 hours into the game.
0: Okay, so it's not quite the... Oh, you are nine years old, you can leave home and just roam about yeah. and be homeless like Pokemon. It's sort yeah, of, like, a, as much as ghosts can be grounded in reality, a bit more grounded in yeah. realism, I guess.
1: I mean, at, at the end of every day, you you go home to your house and okay. talk to your family and all that. Um, or can, if you want to. Or just not give a shit about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, now friending yokai is one of the bigger gripes I have with the game because it seems to be r- rather random.
0: Yeah. How do you do it? Like, cause the comparison to Shin Megami Tensei makes me think like you have to convince them and do, do it through conversation. Is it through conversation or is no. it something else? Well,
1: I mean, sometimes at the end, cause you know how that is random when they'll talk to you sometimes in SMT, mm-hmm. um, it's like that. So randomly they'll just go at the end of the battle. It's like, oh, I like you. I think we should be friends. I'll join you. Um, now you can sort of apparently increase the odds of them wanting to join by throwing food at them. That's food that they like. Okay. But even doing that's not a guarantee. So it does sort of feel like an exercise in tedium sometimes when you're like throwing all the food at this yokai to cat, to friend it, but then they just won't. And it's uh-huh. uh, that's sort of annoying. Um, but I mean... I think if, if you go in with the Pokemon mindset of got to catch them all, it can be annoying. But if you just go in with the, I'm just going to play a game and whatever I get, I get. and will oh, just get awesome. my
0: friends. Yeah. Um, And it, does it have as much of a competitive side to it? None at all. I mean, you okay. can
1: apparently do local, but there's no online or anything like that. But it's that.
0: really not about the social trading and yeah. battling and stuff, which was it, pretty much what made Pokemon what it is. And this is yeah, very I mean, ever, by sounds of fun. ever
1: since probably like the GBA era, I think Pokemon's really grown on the whole competitive scene. Mm, um, whereas this is just about the story, I think.
0: Okay, so um, it's just something you sort of play through for the fun of it, rather than yeah. play through it to get to the point where you can have a competitive Pokemon team.
1: The other sort of issue I have is um the combat can feel a bit um bit hands off at times. Okay. So the way it works is you have 6 yokai in your party at all times, much like Pokemon. Um and in each battle you have the 3 in the front row are attacking. Now, combat's in real time. You don't tell these guys what to do. They'll just do whatever attack they feel like. Sometimes okay. they like if you've got a healer, sometimes they'll use a healing attack, like heal their guys or they'll attack or they will it's called inspiriting, which will, um, if they've done to your enemies, it'll, like, make them weaker and all that, or if your own okay. guys will strengthen them up. So you can't really control what they do. You can rotate which yokai are in battle by turning the do dial you have, on your do watch. Do you have
0: any influence on kind of what they do? It sort of makes me think of Final Fantasy XIII, where you could set a certain paradigm. You couldn't control the uh, other members directly, but you could say, I want you to focus on healing. I want you to focus on magical attacks. Can you do anything like that? Or it's just Um, literally what they want to do?
1: It's what they want to do. You can make them all focus on one enemy. Okay. So they'll pound all their attacks on that. Um, You can. Now, they also do have like a special move that you can activate. So you can manually activate that. Um, so once you activate that then you have to do like a little mini game on the touch screen which will be like trace these outlines or like keep spinning in a circle once that's charged up the special attack they'll do it and then they need to wait for their meter to refill before they can do it again Okay. Um, and I mean you can also use like healing items on them if they're getting down in HP or whatever but other than that rotating them out and also um, if they get inspirited themselves you move them to the back row and then you can clear that of them to put them back out the front Okay. Other so, than that, it's it feels a bit hands-offish.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're more a passive, somewhat influencer, more than having any direct yeah. influence on what's going on.
1: Which which kind of makes sense. If, you, if you're this kid standing back and you've got, like, three ghosts, I can imagine he wouldn't be able to tell them what to do all at the same yeah, time. Yeah,
0: it does sound like the ghosts, they choose when they want to be friends with you, they choose when they want to attack. You're just a kid who is having fun because he has ghost friends.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... You know, I'm 10 hours into it, and I mean, I- I'm liking the story, I'm liking exploring the world, and like, there's mm. lots of others, like, you can go fishing and catch bugs, and just there's there's a ton of, like, side quests to do all over the place, you don't even really need to worry about the main story, you can, mm. I-, I think once, because there is, like, a day-night cycle, the days just cycle over until you finish the story, and then you go into it, the next chapter. Each sort of chapter feels like an episode of the um, anime. Okay. Um, I have actually like when I was on holiday, I was in the hotel in Bali just relaxing and channel surfing, and then the the cartoon was on, and I'm like, okay. Oh, cool. Um, it it skews a lot younger than Pokemon. Like, there's no sort of battles or anything. It's like, oh, be- because the way yokai work is the story is, you know, whenever something bad happens in your life, it's probably like a yokai. Like if you go into an office oh. room and eat a bunch of donuts, Bill Trillin. <laughs> Bill, um,
0: <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> i'm gonna have to turn that volume uh, down in the end uh, no
1: because it's perfect Bill. um <laughs> um so yeah the, the story is like you'll, you'll come across someone they're like oh i just feel really hungry all the time i have to eat and then you're like you've got like your yokai butler who's this little ghost dude following you around and he's like this sounds like a yokai let's investigate the area and or there'll be one where, like, your dad has forgotten to bring his important business papers to work. Hmm. World-ending situations in this game, I know.
0: Um, <laughs> and then Is like, it because the paper-forgetting yokai has in- inspirited him?
1: Well, there's one called, ah, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like some hat-looking thing that will make you forget to do stuff. Okay. Um. So then you have to go to your dad's work, and but on the way you have to dodge all these forgetful yokai, because if they get you, you'll
0: forget what you're doing and just go home. Um, Have you encountered the one that is a bum that farts? Not yet. I just saw Nintendo tweeted a picture <laughs> of it, and it's just literally a le- set of legs with a bum, and it says, why be classy when you can be gassy? And...
1: <laughs> oh, the names are amazing. So it's good. like, you know, it's, it's puns on a completely different level now. Um, we're, we're punning with forces we've not seen before. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Look, I am liking it. I mean, I do wish the combat was a. I think combat's my major sort of gripe. It's, mm. I do wish it was a bit more involved. I just finished a pretty big boss fight today, and the boss fights themselves are puzzles because it's like you will have to target. I mean, getting back to that, you can target certain yokai in boss yeah. battles. You can actually target certain parts of the boss. Okay. So there'll be one that's that. that you, there's this mission where you want to upgrade your yokai watch so you can see stronger yokai. Um. And to do that, you go to this watchmaker, and he knows all about yokai, because um, not everyone knows about him. Okay. Just, yeah, it's not like Pokemon where everyone takes these things that can burn hotter than the sun for granted. Um, <laughs> just keep just, as a house pet. Yeah, they're just sort of you know they're ghosts. They they just make people believe they have bad luck. Um, Whereas this guy, he is actually a yokai who will upgrade your watch, but he's like, I really can, but I've lost my underwear and I need you to find him for me. I was at this spa last. I think I left them there. So you go to the spa and there's some big sort of ogre demon thing that's using him. Oh. Because why not? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) To attack him, because, I mean, you have to hit his head to do more damage, but he keeps holding up these pans to block his head. But if you keep hitting his belly button, like King Hippo in Punch-Out, yeah, Um. If you keep hitting there, he will start covering that up and you can hit his head. So, the boss fights have a sort of slight puzzle element to them, which is kind of cool. Um, So, I mean, look, if, I think if people go in expecting the next Pokemon, they're going to be disappointed. Mm. But if you go in just looking for a, an RPG with, like, a really good world um, built, and, I mean, that, I think that's where level 5 really shines. They're very good at yeah, world building. Yeah, totally. Um, like, you look at Leighton or even like Inazuma. Grini. Yeah, or, or Inazuma 11. They, they can make these good worlds with these absurd concepts. Like, Inazuma 11's a game where they defend the world from aliens with soccer. Sure! Why not? <laughs> of course. That works. I mean, but how else make... would you defend the world? Actually, I will say that the, the special attacks you get the yokai to do are very sort of invocative of the special attacks from um, Inazuma 11. Okay. Um... So yeah, I, I, I'm liking it. I am looking forward to finishing it and, and um, seeing where it goes. It's it's a really fun story. The world's really well made. The game looks the game looks gorgeous. Like it puts the Pokemon 3DS games to shame.
0: Mm, it wouldn't be hard and, um, if it runs at a consistent frame rate.
1: It does, and like <laughs> the whole overworlds in in 3D. The um, I mean the battles probably aren't as. I mean the the yokai do their special attacks, and the yokai are all well animated and beautifully designed. Um. But they don't, you know. It's not like Pokemon where they have like fifty different attacks they're doing or whatever. Four, yeah. Sorry. Um. But yeah, I, I'm liking it. Um. It's it's a good, not great game, but yeah, I'd probably if I was to review it, I'd give it. We don't
0: do half scores, do we? No. <sighs> you got It forces you to make the hard choice. That's why.
1: I'd probably lean more towards a four than a three. Okay. Well, that's like, like if the combat was was good. It seems and like it might be
0: a four that's more aimed at a specific audience. That you know, yeah. If you're a you know older person, it's probably not going to be <clears> as exciting. But if you're you know a bit younger and you have different expectations of games, then maybe it's you know some people might I mean, think it's a if, five.
1: If you like if you like me and you're an RPG nut, yes, go for it. Yeah. Um. But if if you you know if you have a, really played many rpgs in the 3ds there are so many more better than this ah fair enough um and even better coming out to it but mm. yeah cool it's like a good dog let's not do that joke again <laughs> um I, I would lean towards a four i would give it probably a five if the combat was good and befriending the yokai was was easier
0: do, you, do we know if the combat changes at all in the sequel just to Go a little off topic. No point? idea. No idea? Cool. Well, yeah. I guess we'll and I mean, find
1: out. Also, also, you know, like, again, I'm only ten, <clears throat> 10 hours into like a 30-hour RPG. Ah, true. 30, 40-hour. Um, and I'm only up to like level C yokai. So who knows once I get... Because they're, they're sort of graded in how good they are. Okay. And I think there's like an S level. So once I get up there, who knows? They might be really super awesomely amazing and combat will go quicker and feel more awesome.
0: Cool. I guess we'll find out another day if things get more exciting well um yeah that's pretty much it for what we've been playing so we'll take another quick break and come back to wrap this whole thing up tighter than a burrito Mm back and Hi! <laughs> and just to wrap up the whole thing we'll talk a little bit about what's been going on on the site uh, as we mentioned before it's Vooks.net like books but with a V um, there's been a couple of reviews that have gone up uh, Vook himself wrote the review for chibi robo ziplash it wasn't super jazzed on it but it's worth a read to find out why he's he, there were good things about it apparently <laughs> um and there's also typo man which i've just finished reviewing and should be up hopefully by the time you hear this um, freedom
1: freedom planet free Is oh yes new? yeah
0: freedom planet as well i missed that one yes that's a a new guest reviewer as well who submitted that review so thank you very much for that and hey.
1: totally not totally not a sonic game
0: it's it's <laughs> probably close enough to a Sonic game to make Sonic people happy, but far enough of them from a Sonic game to not make people grumpy about it. I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: good to actually have a good Sonic
0: game. Yeah, I, I need to play it more. I played a bit of the demo and it was kind of fun, but I haven't had time to go into the actual game. Anyway, did, yes. um
1: did, did mm? was binding of was the binding of Isaac review out when we did the yes. last episode? Yeah, okay. it
0: was. I remember I remember mentioning it. Um, and yeah, Type of Man. Just to sum that up, it sure does start really interesting. And it has a really cool idea, but it. It's a bit samey by the end, but anyway, I've got a, a full-on review if you want to have a bit more nuance in your opinion on what that game is. Um, Did you like Limbo? I haven't <laughs> finished Limbo. Ah, yeah, so maybe maybe I should play that. Um, but yeah, speaking of reviews, please leave us a review on iTunes, please. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm <laughs> taking it back, taking the segue. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it helps other people find us. At, and if you have any positive or negative feedback, then, you know, it lets us know how we could fix things up. Probably by doing regular episodes would be a thing we could do. But if you have other Mm -hmm. suggestions, we're well and truly open to it. Um, So, yeah, uh, keep an eye on the website. We're on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things as VOOX.net, V-O-O-K-S-D-O-T-N-E-T. And we will see you next time. Bye everyone.
1: Hopefully there oh. will be a new episode of Touching Is Good out by then if I can get off my ass. Oh
0: yes, there is that. Whoops. But yes. <laughs> so look forward to that. And until then, have fun in video game land. Bye. I'm just
1: That is both brilliant and crap at the same time. That's that's my
0: shtick. That's my thing. Brilliant and crap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh